the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. As Christians, we hear an awful lot about Jesus, yet there are all kinds of confusion about what the gospel is, how a man, woman, or young person is properly related to God. We'll explore that today on Abounding Grace. Hi there, and welcome to Abounding Grace. Today, we are back in Galatians chapter 1. It's been said that a lie can run around the whole world before the truth has got its boots on. Even being a part of the church, we stumble upon these inaccurate truths. Pastor Gary Wagner from San Jose Reformed Heritage Church explains the true gospel and the false truths. Join us. Here in Galatians chapter 1 is Pastor Gary. The Presbyterian Church in the USA used to be a bulwark of faith. You could go all over the land, everywhere there was a Presbyterian Church USA, and you could go into that church and know that there would be the undiluted gospel preached. And now in that once great denomination, I doubt if there is even one congregation in which you can go to hear the undiluted gospel preached. We are so weak and frail. Ministers of the gospel can labor long and hard, and in just a very short period of time, a congregation can be swept away. Will you ever be swept away? Beloved, there are churches I never thought would fall prey to a false gospel. But they have. So I ask you to please be on your guard so you will not be drawn away by a modified gospel. Remember these seven tenets. What is the evil of being seduced by another gospel? Listen to what the book of Hebrews says. Believers comprise the house and the family of Christ if we hold fast our confidence and the boast of our hope firm until the end. Take care, brethren, lest there be in any one of you an evil, unbelieving heart in falling away from the living God. You think today you are a sound Christian. You think you are. You have no reason to worry in and of yourself about your spiritual state. And yet it is perfectly possible to be self-deluded. So take care, Reformed Heritage Church, lest there should be in any of us who this day are convinced about being faithful Christians, lest there be in us an evil, unbelieving heart and falling away from the living God. Encourage one another day after day lest any of us be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. Back to Hebrews. 
for we have become partakers of Christ if we hold fast to the beginning of our assurance to the end, for we must pay much closer attention, says the writer of Hebrews, to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? I ask you, beloved, is there anyone in this room today drifting? Are you beginning to drift? There was a time in your life when you just loved spiritual things. Your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ was more faithful. Your love for your spouse was deeper and more consistent. You were a devout Christian. But over the past weeks, or maybe months, or over the past year, you have begun to drift. But once the drifting starts, believe me, it is difficult to stop. But by the grace of God, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? It has been a reoccurring problem that there have been deserters in the church And the reason it is so evil is because those who have turned to other gospels because they don't like one of the seven tenets of the true gospel have turned to some other gospel that are not gospels at all. In fact, any gospel that modifies any one of these seven tenets is not the gospel at all. The gospel is a gospel of grace and peace, and grace always comes before peace. The gospel is a gospel that originates with the triune God, not with man. God always takes the initiative. It is a gospel for all kinds of sinners. It is a gospel that rests alone on the sacrificial and redemptive death of Jesus Christ. It is a gospel that delivers believers from this present evil age. It is a gospel that is rooted in the sovereign will of Almighty God. And it is a gospel that has as its ultimate goal the glory of God. When anyone modifies or changes or turns away from any of these basic tenets, they deny the grace of Christ. And but for the grace of Christ, there is no salvation. Notice what Paul says in verse 6. I'm amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel, which is really not another gospel. Now, what is the alternative to a gospel of grace? It can be subtle. These people can talk about grace. They can say, we do believe in a gospel of grace. But, beloved, when you take away the word sovereign, you take away the word free. When you take away the words unmerited, undeserved, unearned, then you take away the words by grace alone. And when you take away the words almighty and irresistible from grace, you don't have grace. You've got an empty word. And everyone out there knows, oh, we believe in grace. But when you tamper with any of these seven tenets, you deny the grace of God. So what is it that the world believes? What is it that people jump to believe so they don't have to deal with what they think is this humiliating gospel of sovereign grace? They believe that salvation is by faith in Christ plus 
going through all the right rituals, plus performing the right kind of behavior. It is doing all three of these that gives you enough points with God to get in. You can't do it on your own. So you need the grace that Jesus gives. So you believe in Jesus so you can earn your salvation. And the faith by which you believe in Jesus is a faith, they say, that you conjured up yourself. And you can take credit for it. Now that is the gospel of compromised grace. And I tell you, my friends, it has never saved anyone from sin. In fact, faith in Christ and in anything else is not saving faith. If you are going to be saved from your sins and reconciled to God, you must rest in Christ alone for salvation and not rest in anything else. There are people today who are resting in Christ. They put their faith in Christ, sure, but they believe there must be obedience to God or He won't love you. I put my faith in Jesus and and now I've got to obey God and do all these right things so I can make sure that I won't be lost so I can earn enough points with God and then hopefully He will love me. There are other people who say, well, I believe you must put your faith in Christ and in sincerity. Just be sincere and trust your sincerity. You may make a lot of mistakes in your life. You may live in a way that is consistently faulty. But just be sincere. There are those who say that you must put your faith in Christ and in the rituals of the church, particularly baptism. Rest in the fact that Christ died on the cross and that you have been baptized. There are others who say, put your faith in Christ and orthodoxy. That if you're going to be saved, the basis of your salvation is Christ and Calvinism. Christ and orthodoxy. Beloved, Calvinism never saved anyone from hell. There are others who say, and trust me, I am a Calvinist through and through. There are others who say you must put your faith in Christ and in your own ability to put your faith in Christ. The point is, if you are counting on Christ and anything else to get to God, you will never get to God. Salvation is by grace alone through faith in Christ alone. In other words, Christ must be embraced With both arms. And when you stretch out your hands. Both of them must be empty. You can't be holding on to anything. Because you embrace him by grace. It is his gift. And the only reason you are able to embrace him. The only reason that you are able to embrace him. Is because he has already brought you out of spiritual death. And made you alive. It is all of Christ. Salvation from first to last is all by His grace. And you and I must never be tolerant of any gospel that in the smallest way adds human merit to the merit of Christ. What's worse than this false gospel being in denial of God's grace is that it is a departure 
from Christ himself. Do you see these strong words? He says in verse 6, I'm amazed that you are so quickly deserting, not it, meaning the gospel, but I'm amazed you are, be, you are being so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of God. They were deserting Christ in their doctrine by not being satisfied with one or more of these seven tenets of the gospel. In their doctrine and in their lives, they were turning away from the one and only Lord and Savior. And to turn away from Paul's gospel of sovereign grace is to turn away from the God of grace. Faith and life cannot be separated. And along with this desertion, this quick desertion of so many Christians or professed Christians, you do see the activity of these false teachers. You know, time and again throughout Scripture in the Old Testament, and particularly in the New Testament, there are frequent warnings to distance yourself from false teachers. And there is always going to be people coming into the church, elders, preachers, and members, that are going to cause confusion by bringing false doctrines, compromised gospels, modified gospels in some way or another, because they are embarrassed by the seven basic tenets that Paul has described here. And whenever anyone comes in bringing a false doctrine, a false teacher, the Bible says time and again, whereas we are to try and lead as many people to Christ as we can, generally speaking, the Bible teaches us that when a false teacher comes into the church or into your life, bringing their false gospel, don't Try to convert him. Get away from him. Separate yourself from him. Any of you who may be visitors today, if you are going to a church, and possibly a member where they preach a modified gospel, and they don't emphasize the seven tenets that we've been talking about here from the gospel of Paul, your one and only duty is not to try and convert your preacher it is to get out from under his influence. Distance yourself from him. Romans chapter 16 verses 17 18 are a great proof text. It says, now I urge you, brethren, keep your eye on those who cause dissensions and hindrances contrary to the teaching which you learned, learned from the apostles, and turn away from them. For such men are slaves, not of the Lord Jesus Christ, but of their own appetites. And by their smooth and flattering speech, they deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting. And the reason for this warning is because there is such a thing as true doctrine and false doctrine. There is such a thing as true revealed doctrine that will lead you to God. And false doctrine from men that lead you away from God. In fact, notice what the effect of these false teachers was on the churches in Galatia. Verse 7. Which is really not a, another gospel. Only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. So what is the effect of false teachers who come modifying these seven principles? It is disturbance. And distortion. 
There are some who disturb you and who want to distort the gospel of Christ. Now, the Greek word for disturbance means to trouble or to shake up, to agitate. And that is what, it is, that is what it was happening in the churches of Galatia. The Galatians' theology had built, been built upon the truth. It had been based upon the apostolic doctrine, and now because the false teachers were coming in, they were agitated, they were shaken up, they were troubled, to say the least, for many abandoned the true gospel. And what are the principles we learn here? Listen carefully. False doctrine always disturbs a church based on truth. And that is why Sunday school classes and youth meetings and conferences and women's classes in sermons from speakers that we might bring in. In everything, your elders must constantly be on guard to make sure no one in the slightest way brings false doctrine into this church because false doctrine always disturbs a church based on truth. But now there is a reverse to that. Truth always disturbs churches that are not based on biblical doctrine. You go into a church sometime where they don't believe in these seven truths about the gospel of Christ and try to have a Bible study where you describe these seven truths and see what happens. Brother, you will be a disturbance. Just like if someone came into RHC and started teaching false doctrine, there would be a disturbance. We here have asked a few people to leave because they tried to push their tongue-created doctrines on our members. False doctrine always disturbs true churches, and true doctrine always disturbs false churches. But not only does false doctrine disturb the church, these false teachers distort the truth. The word for distort there is also a strong word. It not only means to pervert, but the Greek word literally means reversing. They were causing such disturbance in the church because they were not simply corrupting the gospel. They were reversing the gospel. And, and here is why we try to be so careful and make such a big deal about the slightest modification of the gospel of Christ. The gospel cannot be modified in the slightest without destroying. You hear that? The gospel cannot be modified in the slightest without destroying it. You change anything in the apostolic doctrine, a gospel, and you have lost the only gospel that can save you from your sins. They were not only distorting the gospel, they were reversing it. These two effects always go together. And to tamper with the gospel is to trouble the church. Well, I say in conclusion, and I'll have more to say about this next week. The church's greatest troublemakers are not the humanists and the anti-Christians outside the church who oppose and ridicule and persecute the church. This at least goes for us in America. The greatest troublemakers for the church are those inside the church, 
who tamper with the gospel of sovereign grace, who try to change it. And you have basically three kinds of troublemakers here. You have the liberals, the people who no longer really believe the apostolic gospel is infallible, who are very quick to criticize the New Testament and point out what part may be a witness to the word of God and what part may be the mere opinion of man. The liberals have destroyed any confidence that a person might have in the apostolic gospel of Christ. Liberalism has destroyed the gospel by saying God loves everybody the same and he has forgiven every one of their sins and everyone is going to go to heaven. God is a God of all men and the Father of all men and all men are brothers. Oh, they are troublemakers. Who are other troublemakers who try to change the gospel? They are the Roman Catholics and the Eastern Orthodox Church that have changed the gospel of grace to a gospel of merit. A gospel that says, put your faith in Christ, yes, so that you can get grace to earn salvation through the church by keeping the sacraments. Who else are troublemakers of the church? They are the Arminians and the fundamentalists who have restricted the gospel of sovereign grace. In most of these churches, you will never hear a sermon on predestination or sovereign grace unless it is to ridicule it as heresy. The gospel of Arminian fundamentalism is very simple. You take the first step and then God will do the rest. Well, if you remember, a dead man can't take any steps and we are dead spiritually in our sins. And moreover, the initiative is not with man, as Scripture says. It is with God. And by that simple misrepresentation, people are prejudiced against the glory of God's sovereign grace. You see, it's not the humanists outside the church that are the major troublemakers. It is those in the church that want, in some slightest way, to change the gospel. And we must stand wisely and boldly and lovingly against any modification of the gospel of sovereign grace. I would like to say this, however, that when those who have changed the gospel and modified it from the true gospel of sovereign grace and have gotten control of and have become the majority in the churches and the land, then those who come and preach the true gospel are viewed as the troublemakers, which is us. Now, that should help you understand something. Remember Elijah? Ahab came up to Elijah and said, Eliza, you burn me up. You are a troublemaker of Israel. You're trying to get people to worship Jehovah alone. And that word alone, that I don't like, Elijah. I want them to worship Jehovah and Baal. To put their faith in more than just Jehovah. Elijah looked right into the face of the king and he said in so many words, Your majesty, you are mistaken. I'm not the troublemaker. You are the troublemaker for tampering with the only gospel which can save man from his sins. Oh, beloved, don't be afraid to say that when you hear a false gospel taught or preached. You need to speak out. Amen. Let us pray. Blessed God. We do love you for the gospel of Christ.
We thank you for enabling us to taste something of its power, saving power. We thank you for delivering us. We pray that we here and our children down through their generations would always believe it. Never be seduced away from it. And if we see even the smallest movement of drifting in our own hearts, oh, give us the grace to turn back before we drift away. Lord, because we know that the work of building a church on the truth can be overturned overnight, help us to recognize our own weaknesses and our proneness to wander. And once again, we pray that you would bind our hearts to you by the fetters of sovereign grace. For Christ's sake, amen. Well, this has been Abounding Grace with Pastor Gary Wagner from Reformed Heritage Church in San Jose. As we have closed out our time together today, I would remind you that our desire is to know how this program encourages you in Christ. Now, there are a couple of three ways that you can contact us to provide us with this information. And again, it would really encourage us a great deal if you'd take a moment and let us know how the program is encouraging you in your walk and relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Here's how to contact us. Phone number is 408 408- Eight six six five six zero seven. That's four zero eight eight six six five six zero seven. Our website, where you can drop us an email and even learn a bit more about us, is reformedheritage.org. And then, of course, you can write to us at PMB. That stands for Post Mailbox Number four zero two fourteen eighty four Pollard Road, Los Gatos, California. The zip code is nine five zero three two. Now, there is another way you can contact us, and this would be the best of all, especially if you're not involved in a church at this time. Plan on visiting. Let us uh, fellowship face-to-face, as it were. We meet at Lone Hill Church, 2 in the afternoon on Sundays at 5055 Lone Hill Road in Los Gatos. Directions can be found at our website, reformedheritage.org, or by calling 408-866-5607. By the way, copies of the broadcast are just $5. Mention today's date when you contact us, and we'll get a CD out to you right away. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time, God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.